Hey everybody, welcome back to the Horror University podcast. We are, uh, I guess, technically, uh, not technically, but hypothetically back from uh, summer break, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Is it, would it be hypothetical, theoretical? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not a theory, right? It happened, so it's... Right, so, yeah, we uh, didn't actually go on summer break. We just uh, were busy for a long time. Yeah, and now it's starting to uh, at least with my work schedule because I coach football in the fall, so that makes it kind of tough. But we should be trying to get back on a regular schedule. I don't, I can't remember when the last podcast was, but I saw our last Skype session was like <laughs> three <months> June. <laughs> yeah, it was like three whole months ago, I think. Yeah, so there's that. Um, <laughs> but the, I mean, we've been in contact the entire time, so there's still a lot. Uh, yeah, we you know, we, I mean, we we definitely haven't stopped watching horror movies. If anything, I've been watching even more, and I'm sure you have too. I've been watching even more than normal. Right, right. Because like before we go into the movie, I just uh, we've been um, diving into like uh, basically this past couple weeks, really diving into Amazon Prime's horror collection. Dude, I, I know I said it early on, but like, thank you for getting me back into it because there is like literally there's. It's unmatched, the amount of indie horror that is on Amazon Video. It is the best VOD for indie horror that I've seen. Oh, especially, like, emphasizing on the indie. Like, yeah. There, I know, I know I've watched, there's stuff like, I couldn't even find on IMDb. Oh, no, yeah. I've watched, like, four or five movies on there in the last week, and I think only one of them was on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. And, like, some of them are only – we watched that one that was only, like, an hour. I think it was, like, Most, even, like, 50, 59 minutes. A lot of the ones I've been watching are, like, a, like an hour 15, an hour 10, which is kind of nice because you can get, like, a couple of them in in a night. Well, and that's the thing that was cool because, like, this past weekend, it's just with work being so crazy, I was like, I'm just going to stay in and not go out and do anything. So I just watched a ton of Rick and Morty, and I watched a lot of horror movies, like – before I went to bed, I was like, okay, let's just check out see what Amazon Prime got because there's a horror section. Yeah. And I just scroll, th- scroll through it, and one th- it just, it's like a rabbit hole. Like, you watch one, and then it's like, okay, here's, like, ten others that are like this that's, one. That's – honestly, it's, like, that's – I think that's the coolest feature of the Amazon video is the, like, viewers like this watched other ones like this. And it was um, – you know, Netflix does that, but I don't think it's as, like, accurate as to what you were watching. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah. Watched, we watched what the the big Bad Ben prequel, whatever that was called. Do you remember? Yeah, uh, I, f- I forget the na- it's the name of the road. Yeah, the road, whatever road the house is on. I wish I could remember. It's like Steam Steam Steamville Road, or it's that that's not it, but it's something like that. But <laughs> I really, and that's another one. Well, when we uh, <laughs> last time I was down, we did a uh, the horror kind of uh, what 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 we call it Russian roulette horror. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, director's choice i don't know yeah yeah that's what it was well dealer's choice that's what it was it was dealer's choice and we went back and forth and like i for some reason maybe somewhere down the road we'll do an episode on bad ben because there's a second one coming out um what that we're probably gonna do for horror fest and for some reason i don't know why i i dig that movie so much it's i love it i I, and I remember when I first watched it, I was like, wow, this is super low budget. But I, they did a fucking good job. Like, everything was practical. It's it's very creepy. And <clears throat> the guy that's the main character is so, like, 
if you love yelling at your TV when you're watching a movie, like this is the guy because like he just is so nonchalant about everything that's happening in this house, and you're just like, dude, no, don't do that. What are you doing? He just doesn't care. House. Yeah, I'd be out of that house after the first night, and this motherfucker's like, literally like calling the ghosts out. Yeah, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm sleeping in the bed. Fuck he's you. Like, I paid for this house. This is my house. You can't have it. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's basically kind of uh, you know a short summary of what we've been up to at least this past week. But like I said, we're hoping to get back into it a little bit more regularly. And we talked before the pod, we're definitely going to do an it podcast at some point. But each of us, we want to go see it again. I saw it twice. Troy saw it when it once when I was down in Cincinnati when we saw it opening weekend, which rocked. I loved it. I mean, just quick impressions. Like, I didn't know anything about the story. I never watched the original miniseries, and I fucking absolutely loved it. I, I've i never watched the miniseries. I've seen bits and pieces of it. But all I know is that from reading that book, like, three times, and loving that book as much as I do, as far as I know, what I saw from the miniseries almost seemed like an absolute, just, abortion. A, tra- <laughs> a travesty, <The> maybe? <laughs> No. It's straight up an abortion. Okay. <laughs> like, I get, no, like, I mean, Tim Curry, I will admit, like, he's good as Pennywise, but not especially, we're not doing that episode now, but I'm just saying, like, the Bill Skarsgård Pennywise is more like the book Pennywise. I, the only thing I'll say about this for, the, for, oh, this is my last thing on it right now, but I, uh, I don't believe anyone who says Tim Curry looks scarier than Skarsgård. That's fucking ridiculous to me. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I don't know how anybody so, is saying that still. <laughs> it's also old, you know. It's literally like twenty-seven years now, like borderline. Yeah. But so before we get go down that spiral, we have a movie that we're doing this week, and let's. I'm gonna take credit for this one because this is one of the last movies that I found before Troy started finding everything. <laughs> Yeah. This is legitimately like one of the last good ones I think I will take credit for. But so this week we are doing Southbound, which is not a found footage. No. So, yeah, that's like to the naysayers <laughs> who don't ever say anything, but to those naysayers who are thinking it, that to we only do found who footage. Are hating, hating us in their mind, but not putting it on the internet, you know. Yeah. We felt it. We felt that. the pressure. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in mind, not on our Twitter feed, guys. <laughs> Trying to blow us up all the time. Yeah. But no, this movie, like, honestly, the reason why we got to this movie is through found footage is because almost everyone who's involved with the directing and the writing either uh, was in VHS or VHS2 yeah. involved in some way. Like, I don't know. Most, most of them were either the writers. Most of them were either the writers or the directors of the VHS shorts. Right. So there's three directors and there's five writers. And, you know, I'm not going to go into all of them. But one of, I just noticed, though, that one of the guys. Uh, who's in the first story um, is one of the uh, writers, I believe. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, the skinnier, taller one yeah. is the one who's one of the writers. So hmm. it's kind of like, it's a, it's an anthology story, but it's really, it's kind of different than um, most because it's, uh, you know, it reminded like, me of the story, the way it did it was trick or treat. That's what like, I was going to say. Like, I don't know if you would... It's hard to say that Trick or Treat is straight up an anthology because they all kind of connect in a way. They're all, like, in the same town, I think. But that's what this feels to me. 
is that all of they all connect and it's just I don't know. I think they did it magnificently well and it's like one long story basically. Yeah, but see that that's why I would say like Trick or Treat is probably <clears throat> as far as anthologies go the closest to this. But I think what separates this one is that each story kind of dominoes into the next one. Yeah. So they, like they, trick yeah. or trick or treat is like everything going on in this town. Yeah. You know, it's one Halloween and there's crazy shit going on here, crazy shit going on here. This one, it's this. I don't even want to know what to like call the, it. It's all in like the Arizona desert or some shit. Like it's all fucking west, out west. Yeah, but like the thing that's kind of, <clears throat> we guess we could kind of break down a little bit before we get into it is like, do you think this is like some kind of uh, patch of area, like? That's what I think. Out, out, like that's that's my theory. Is like this is some kind of area outside of time, you know, literally like almost like a like a like a little area of section of hell, like a triangle situation almost. Kind of, yeah, because yeah. like when you see the poster, it's like a pentagram, but it's all road, so they all lead. It's all leading back, no matter where you go, which leads into the first story where you know these guys they just keep looping. But it's kind of like you can't once you get into this area, you can't really get out of it. It seems, no. yeah, you're almost. stuck. And that's the thing that's cool is like it when you're driving. Um, it shows these opens up with these two guys driving on this in the in this truck, and it just says <clears throat> southbound on the on the state highway or the interstate, but there's no number. Yep, it's southbound. I which, don't I don't know um, if you ever even see road names really. No, you, I mean like there. That's the only time it opens with it, and it kind of ends with that with that shot. Of there's no number. It's just there's a street sign or a you know interstate sign. It just says southbound. Yeah, that's it. Which is like hell, right? South, <laughs> southbound. You know what? I, I've said this to you before, but I just want to say it before we get into this hardcore. This to me is the third VHS movie. Oh, the yeah, the spiritual sequel. It's, this is the spiritual sequel to VHS two, not not VHS viral. Which VHS viral is <laughs> all right. There's only three stories, but it's just not on the same level as the first two, in my opinion. Right. No, I, I would I would agree a hundred percent. Like this is this is on par with like being as good as VHS and VHS two. Definitely. And spe- especially, I don't feel uh, odd saying that it's the spiritual sequel because there's so many people that are involved. That did with VHS both. one and two. Yeah. That's what exactly. Because yeah. VHS so that's 3, why I don't, I don't think VHS three brought back any writers or directors from the first two. <laughs> I don't think. I haven't looked it up, but I haven't. I haven't checked, but I mean, I would. I don't know. All I know is that, like, in their defense, there was a lot of hype, in my opinion, because the first two were so good. At least inside the horror community, there was yeah, probably a lot of hype. Definitely. But yeah, I would definitely say Southbound for us is a spiritual sequel, spiritual third installment in the VHS trilogy. Yes, agreed. All right, now we can start. <laughs> yeah so i mean so basically like it it's just kind of and this is really i just like when you get thrown into the situation you're like what the fuck just happened we got two guys driving down this truck like i said they drive down this road it says southbound and they're just covered baked in blood yeah and so you're like holy fuck and this is like opening credits and like the radio's like you're going southbound baby. i love i love the radio station and the whole thing no that's the, like it that's it, the, the radio, yeah, it's the kind of the introduction to the beginning of a new story is the radio whenever yeah. someone turns on the radio. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like I said, you, you're really just thrown to the deep end when this movie starts. But like Fuck I said, yeah. it's an, it's an anthology, but it all kind of circles back. So the thing that was uh, that's really kind of cool, uh, another constant of this movie, is you kind of see these like uh, Grim Reaper, yeah. like Dementor kind of dudes. <laughs> they are kind of like Dementors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're way, they're way more hardcore though. Yeah, they're like it's kind of shit on these fuckers. It's. I would say they're like you know harbingers, harbingers of death, something like that. Someone's kind of cool take on what like a uh, a grim reaper. Like if there's multiple, yeah. you know, hell's minions, right? Yeah. Because they have like these scythe looking things, and they don't really have hoodies. Like it's like a reverse eyelid kind of how they open, mm-hmm. where like it's a slit down the middle and it opens that way. And there's like a really like fucking scary looking face in there but they you know later they kind of like you can tell they transform and shit like that into really fucked up shit what's interesting when you first see those is that they're just driving down the road and like the first couple they're just like in the background like they don't say anything about them like the first like 10 minutes of that short you don't really know what they are they just kind of you just see them at the side of your like out the side of the view you could miss a couple very realistically at the beginning like the one one is very obvious because the dude like as they're driving no they're not talking to each other they're covered in blood you're like what the fuck's going on yeah and the one dude's in the passenger seat kind of looks over and you just see one floating in the yeah. horizon and then as they're driving you kind of see some more off in the distance and if you're not paying attention you don't see it which i think is good scares because it pays off people who are like like kind of like I'm sure you're the same way. Whenever I'm watching horror movies, I am like scanning 100% of the screen as yeah. I possibly can for anything yeah. out, of the no- out of the norm. Definitely. So these guys drive up to a gas station, and um, I don't know if the one guy goes to the bathroom or what to wash up, and then this chick's like, customers only. So the guy's like, $20 on the truck, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, rough night. And he's like, something like, you, know, you wouldn't believe. all over his face. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. And so he kind of gets like this weird vibe from like these people in this like diner. It's a really like all, the only stop kind of place there, really. Yeah. So they they get back into their truck. They drive away, and the girl goes outside, smokes a cigarette, and then you see the truck pull right back up again. And they're just like, what the fuck? That happens like three times of just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Their reactions are perfect, because that's what I would do. Like, yeah. They, they leave, and they go, let's just say they go south down the road, and then they come southbound on the other side of the of the gas station, and they just keep going in like a circle almost. Right, and the thing that I always like to give—I I mean, I don't know who the person who is that edits this stuff—but I give credit to because this girl, I don't know if it's green screen or whatever the fuck, but she's smoking a cigarette the whole time, and they don't cut. Like once no, they, they don't her, cut. They don't yeah, cut. so it's like a a loop, but you know, it's different every time. And these mm-hmm. guys, like, they pull off screen couple seconds later they pull back on screen so you know i don't know it's movie magic i guess maybe it's simple <laughs> movie magic, but yeah. it you know got my attention uh, yeah i was like hey you know kudos that looks cool yeah for sure it does the job so i think the one time i think they just say like they turn on a just different road yeah and i don't know if like and they just start driving and then the one dude like uh i'm trying to remember um do they get out of the car with- one they're going down a dirt road, and one of the things is like in front of them, like fifty yards ahead of them, and mm-hmm. they're trying to decide what to do. And then I think they're like basically like, let's fucking ram it, <laughs> like fuck it. Yeah, and I think they do. They do ram that, but then they they start to get close to. Uh, they kind of get surrounded by some, and then the one guy leaves the car. 
Yeah, and they go they go back to the gas station. They're not outside the gas station, but they're around the town. When the one guy's like, "Fuck it, I'm done." He's like, I can't, "He's like, I'm not doing this anymore." And the one guy's like, "Fuck it." And so he gets out and he goes right up to this Grim Reaper looking motherfucker, and he starts shouting at it and shit, right? And then it takes <laughs> dude's like got a, crazy balls. There's no way I would have done. Takes that. like his scythe arm thing and yeah. just whomp. So isn't it like right down his throat? If I'm I not mistaken, his throat, splits his jaw like yeah. wide open, and then the other dude like is like fuck, and he <laughs> takes off into like this uh into, like this hotel. Yeah, and and then the kind of the story starts to kind of divert away from these guys being caught in this loop and this Dementor Grim Reaper dude. Um, they get inside the, the he gets the the guy that was in the passenger seat the whole time. He gets into this hotel, and he hears like a little girl. And it, it doesn't. It's once he gets into the hotel, it doesn't look like a hotel room anymore. It looks like no, the inside no. of the house. It's it's it literally is his house, the house right. that he owns. Right. So this is where I'm kind of like, I'm kind of starting to maybe buy into like maybe this theory. Like, is this like a, a version of hell almost at some point? Because he keeps hearing his daughter. Obviously, it's his daughter. Yeah. And he's like he's saying her name, and you keep hearing like daddy, and you hear these footsteps and running, and he just keeps running around in circles. Yeah, goes trying one to catch thing. her trying to catch her and then it almost and then it ends there it does yeah it, it switches over so like that's that's how it leads into the next story which is these three chicks in like a band that are like at a hotel and they're about to leave yeah and they're about to hit the road mm-hmm. um so that that that's like kind of going back to that that's where i i want to know like this I wish, I mean, obviously it's left vague for a reason, for your interpretation, but I kind of want to know, like, is this, like, this void outside of time and space, obviously. Yeah. But, I, like, I mean, all of them are. It's, like, kind of, it's hell. There's aspects of hell in sure. it, obviously. Every, every story is like that. You could say that about every single story is that they're in their own personal hell. Right. So, yeah. So, it's like, like Troy was saying, we get to this band of, like, three girls, and they're driving in their van they get a flat tire i assume yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. and, and like troy was saying like I, you don't know where this is at we're just assuming like arizona e somewhere f- some shit. flat hot desert basically yeah. <laughs> everything i want to so, be around that's where they're at yeah exactly <laughs> it's like the last place where you want to get a flat fucking tire where it's yeah. like fuck immediately i'm watching that i'm like god i just want some water just fucking watching these chicks like uh flat tire <laughs> Yeah. But then these uh, husband and wife pull up, right? And then our, uh, yeah, no, the the sons aren't in there. It's just the husbands and husband and wife. Yeah. And they basically mention, uh, oh, we can give you a ride into town. There's just a town just down the road. Blah blah blah. And she's like, oh, the one girl's like, oh, I didn't think there was anything around for like miles. Oh yeah, but it's well, it's way down there. We can give you a ride. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And the one girl was like, nah, we're good. Yeah, they're like, fuck that. And then they're like, fuck yeah, that. And then they- and then the or somebody in the car like says like well we got someone that has a spare tire that you you know we can fix your tire so that's what gets them to be convinced to go with them and so they they ride back into this this town it's very uh like 1950s like suburbia kind of feel mm-hmm. like which is like i don't know for some reason like super scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's super fucked up it, they ser- it seriously does seem like it's in the 50s or 60s like that whole story does yeah the way people like are dressed and they behave the way they act yeah 
is like 1950s like sitcom-y almost. Not like making jokes and stuff, but like not like how real people react or you no, know act yeah. each other. It's very fake, fake. Yeah. And, and, and these, fake. And, yeah, and these three girls are like just they're from present time, and it's just like you know they're normal for the times. These yeah, other people like, are not weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're initially like this is odd. So it's like it ends up like they end up giving him a room like with that just happens to have like three beds in it. And <laughs> they uh, they tell him like, oh, you know, so and so is going to get the, the tire or whatever. And, you know, stay for dinner, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that's the most. Uh, there's a lot of things that are weird in this movie, let's yeah. say the, least, the very yeah. least. Yeah. For some reason, the part that like fucks with me the most is like the next scene when they're all at the dinner table. Yeah. And like some friends have showed up, and uh, the couple who picked them up, they're two sons who are twins, and like very, I don't know, Frankenstein's monster kind of looking like dirt. I, I was gonna say very shining twins, like like they're yeah, just like, like if shining twins were adult boys. Yeah, that's they're. I mean, they and they they're twins. They say the exact same thing every time one of them talks. They both say the same thing, and they both do the same gestures every time. Uh, <laughs> nice face. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> but so the thing is, okay, so they're getting ready to eat, right? And this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know why this is so disturbing to me, but the f- fucking platter of food. That I don't they know get. what the fuck it was. It looked like black meatloaf. That's what it looked yeah, like to me. I don't even think black meatloaf. Like, they said it's meat, but it, like, meatloaf at least. Like should look like a loaf, like a bread almost. <laughs> like this just looks like a giant pile of like gross black. black. There's like liquid, like black liquid <laughs> almost. Like, yeah, it's pretty gross. It, okay, this is gonna be my brain immediately goes to. Uh, this is so random, but in the Sandlot when they all do chew and they go on the tilt a whirl, yeah, it looks like what they throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty close. Well, I mean that—that's oh, that's immediately where my mind goes. And the thing that's so weird is um, the other two girls, two of the girls, like try to eat it. Like I don't know if it's being polite, but well, I would just like no, I yeah. can't shit. Well, the one girl, I don't know if she was being serious or if she just wanted something else to eat, but she was like, "I'm a vegetarian," and that's why she wasn't eating it. And she pl- and and that's super like Smart. a good person, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to eat this, but I don't want to be a dick and be like, dude, this looks like shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a vegan. Like, I don't eat this. I'm a vegetarian. But that's the thing that's so weird, though, is that before she does that, the other two girls are already digging in. Yeah. And they're they're like, oh, they're saying how good it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This pile of garbage is delicious. What what I liked was the the neighbor lady that came over uh, whenever they were talking about. they're talking about eating the food and, and stuff, and she's like, I'm a vegetarian. And this girl's like, some of us uh, aren't, like, inclined enough, or some of us aren't able, capable of being a vegetarian. Like, we don't have the kind of lifestyle that we can afford to be vegetarians, basically. Basically, yeah, that is what she does, yeah. She's, like, she's very, um, yeah. <laughs> ooh, these girls, who are these girls eating yeah. this food? Oh, God. But the girl who calls out being vegan is also the same girl who did not want to go in the car. So one of yeah. our one of our three of our trio here has is like the main character. Well, yes, is like yeah, has become our survivor girl, and she's yeah. like something's up. 
Yeah. These people are weird, and their tarry, shitty food is weird too, <laughs> which is a good call. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I don't know like well, what they, ends up happening. It's they, like they clear the table or they go back to their they, room. They go back to their rooms, and the two girls are act. The two girls that ate it are acting differently. And I think they start throwing it up like violently. Well, the one the one girl is like acting, says something really mean to the other to our survivor girl. I'm gonna call her. She's like wearing like camo, camo t-shirt. Um, says something really shitty, and then so she goes into the bathroom, and the other girl is literally puking up what looks like straight black tar. Yeah. Yep. And I'm trying to remember. Like I don't remember like if she goes sprinting out of there or what. But at one point, the uh, she goes. She goes and tells the other people like, "Hey, these like these girls are something wrong with them, food sick, or but, something." Yeah, yeah. And so the next time we see the two girls, they're both wearing the same. Yeah, like, like 60 90. style, like fucking, you know, get up. Yeah, like, yeah, like a blue like nighty kind of thing, like a real long dressy yeah. looking thing. Something that these and, girls would not be wearing in real life. Oh, totally no, because they're cool. They're cool hipsters. <laughs> right? They're like, oh, we're not, well, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? They're like, oh, we're cool. Like, we smoke weed and we listen to like music that you don't even know of yet. Yeah. And we're hipster. <laughs> we drink PBR. Totally. We go to dive bars. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really diving into what these girls were like before all this. Diving into their backstory, which they don't tell. But us at the all. hipsterness, the hipsterness is what keeps the camo girl alive. Yes, it is. She's like, there's no Paps Blue Ribbon here. Like, this place sucks. <laughs> yeah, basically. But so eventually, like, I don't know if she ends up going to sleep or what, and then she wakes up and the girls are gone. Well, it, the the uh, the parents that were that drove that drove them there, they had like, I don't know what the fuck they drank, but they gave them something to make them feel better. It was yeah, it was fucking gross. Whatever it was. Knocked him, knocked him out, or whatever. Maybe it wasn't blue milk. It was just maybe milk. It looked weirder than milk because I like milk, and I didn't like what that looked like. <laughs> you didn't want to drink that milk? No, I did not look refreshing <laughs> to me at all. I was like, something's off. That's got a hint of blue in it. That's wrong. Yeah. So, so the two girls drink that, and then I, I think, I think they kind of fast forward to a couple hours later. Like one of them's taking a nap, and they go outside, and the two girls are. Camel girl wakes up on her own, yeah. and she's like, "Where's the other two girls?" And she goes throughout the house, and no one's there. Yeah. And then we're gonna snowball into this. She she sneaks up. Turns out, um, like the the two sons, the couple that picked them up, and the neighbor couple are doing some kind of like crazy fucking satanic ritual, ritual yeah. on her two friends. I don't remember exactly what they're doing, but. It's almost like an initiation. Like this is how they get more people. You know what I mean? That's what I always felt. I felt it was them trying yeah. to initiate them. And then, so the one girl that didn't drink, that didn't eat the food and didn't drink the formula, like she's sneaking around trying to like see what the fuck is happening with her friends. And then, if I remember right, she steps on like a fucking bear trap. Yeah, yeah. As like the as they're chasing her, and then she gets out of it. Yeah. Out of the bear trap, and then. She sprints off, right, and like into the darkness, kind yeah. of away from all these crazy people. Yeah, but she's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then cut two. I don't know what we're just just you know clean collar white dude driving his car, talking, talking to, to his wife, wife. His, uh, iPhone headphones, and she's like, well, "What dress do you think I should wear to whatever?" And so she's texting him pictures of this dress or this dress, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you know, I like this one." Blah blah blah, and then wham. <laughs> He was looking at his phone way too much to be driving, like way too long. 
You know what I mean? Like, you should never do it. But let, let's be honest, we all do it a little bit. But. Well, yeah, first of all, we all totally do it. And then also in his defense, which he brings up later, is that he's in the middle of fucking nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, too. It's like, yeah, it's there's, like there's nothing around. Like, I would probably linger. Yes, definitely. It looking at my phone longer than normal. Yes. You know, I, you know, I don't want to admit it, but I will. There's times when like I'll be looking at my phone and then I'll look up and I'll be like, "Wow, I went a lot further <laughs> than I thought." Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Which That's we don't promote. Don't no. do that. Don't, but I can't. Don't do as we do. Do as we say. Whatever that saying is. Exactly. <laughs> what the saying is do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, but anyway, so he fucking destroys this shit. <laughs> she is fucked up. Like, it's, because it, it cuts away and you're like, all right, hooray, she made it. We're making it to the next story. And the next shot is like, like her in the headlights. Yeah. So that's what we're at, what I was kind of saying. Like, these stories kind of domino into each other. Definitely. Right? Like, yeah. maybe, maybe, like, yeah, the, the first one when the guy goes into the hotel. Yeah, that's where it transfers and it turns over. into his house. As the store, as the camera pans out of that hotel room, those girls walk out of the next room. So yeah, so it all kind of like they all kind of follow into into each other. Yep. And this one crashes into the next story. I like this next story. I think is my favorite one. I was uh, I was trying to think of which one was. I'll, I'll at the end maybe I'll have it figured out. But this one is so cool because it's uh, there's no real. Not until the end, a little bit. There's no real horror aspect. No, the, and like the, I think some like a subtle like part at the bit, like right when this happens, like he hits her, and he sees her in like his his mirror, like just on the fucking ground, like leg obviously broken and shit. Oh and, yeah, like borderline on about ready to fall off. Yeah, and he hangs up with his wife, and you can tell there's like a good ten seconds where he's seriously considering just driving away. Yeah. And like that's, I feel like for this story, that is so important is you catching that he literally had an internal conflict, whether or not he should do it. Because if he gets caught, he get caught for, you know, he could get manslaughter for texting and driving and killing someone. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and, and for me a little bit, that decision, I think in my opinion, the way I like to see the story is maybe that plays into how it ends. Oh, it totally does. His story ends, right? Yeah. Definitely. So, so, I mean, and so like he, you said, like that—that that is a cool part where he makes that decision because, like, I'm like, I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, like it, it's a tough call. Everyone would like nobody knows what they would do in that situation until they're in it. Because he literally he looks down. To know what you would do, but you don't. He looks down the road this way, looks down the road that way, and he's like, "I am in bumfuck nowhere." There's no way I could get caught for this, basically. And so then I believe once he he's like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm." He has to do the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing. And I believe he calls 911 right away, right? Yeah. And that's how this all gets started. Yeah. And he throws her in the car and like, man, like she is legitimately like basically when he calls 911, they're like, okay, well, we'll direct you to the hospital, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so he goes there. And then when, as he's kicking her out of the car, when he gets to the hospital, like her leg is like blood vessels hanging together probably. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's like, like about ready to fucking fall <laughs> it off. It seriously is about ready to fall off. And so he, like, they, they direct him to a hospital. He goes to the hospital, but it's completely abandoned. There's nobody there. So the people on the phone, like, there's the initial person that talked to him, and then they added on another girl to help, like, us, I don't know, emergency, like, whatever the fuck. Right. 
And then and eventually they add on, like, Dude Surgeon. Yeah, Dude Surgeon, but he comes in, like, later, like, late, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, so, they start, like, they're like, this is weird, I don't know why there's nobody there, but, like, do you, like, you have to try and save her, you have to try and save her, basically. So they, they mm-hmm. kind of diagnose the problem, and then, he's like, you can go ahead, but they start, he starts doing some fucking crazy shit to try and, tra- try and well, save her. Well, initially, it's, it's the basic uh, CPR stuff. Yeah, to get her breathing. What, right, and, and then, so... Then he noticed, um, yeah, he starts to do the basic CPR stuff, and it starts to, this is where it starts to snowball into, holy fucking shit, this guy is going above and beyond what he probably yeah. should do. That, that That's where this dude goes into, like, beyond nice guy to, like, a borderline hero. Yeah, yep, definitely. Is where they're like, okay, is the wisping, like, is there wisping when you press down and the air that comes out, is it like... You know, is it making this kind of noise? It was it whispering, yeah. yeah. So then he's like, "All right, we need you to stick your fingers like down into the throat." It's very, uh, like obviously, like I know this is a dumb way to phrase it, but very surgical, very methodical. Oh yeah, the way that all the process takes, where the guy is like hesitates when he has to do shit, but he fucking just does it like step yeah. by step. Yeah, he and he I heard. No, not at all. And like he like reaches in there in the back of their throat, and, like there's blood or something like that. So like, okay, her lungs collapsed. Yeah. And that's when shit gets fucking crazy because he has to like cut into her side, her rib, and like reach in there, and he has to do something to let the lung expand. He has to compress the lung so compress that it'll, the then it'll open back up. Open back up on its own, and then when he does that, like <laughs> just throws blood out of her mouth. And here's the thing that's also super fucked up: this chick is still totally alive. Yeah, definitely. She, yeah. There's no, like, aesthetic. Like, you can see her eyes. Like, she can't really make any noises or anything like that. Yeah. Besides, like, you know, grunts and gurgles. But, like, you can see her eyes watering. And when he cuts into her, they cut to her face. And they're just God. fucking, like, deer wide. Yeah. It's super intense. It is. That's the thing. Like, and that's, here's the other thing, too, is, like, you know me. Like, I hate gore. Yeah. But this is kind of, like, made, I don't it know. It made sense for the story. Yeah, like, I don't know how else to describe it to where it was so, I was so enthralled in the step-by-step story of it to where I wasn't like, dude, I can't fucking watch this, I have to walk away. I was like, oh my god, what's he gotta do next? Like, what's he gonna have to do next? Save this chick. That's what, like, for me, this whole thing is, it's kind of like brought on to him because he kind of did cause it because he was on his phone, you know, he wasn't looking, and the, and him having that brief moment of not sure what to do, like, the rest of this story is all about him basically atoning for that, even thinking that. Like, he, he will do literally anything to save this girl now. And at the beginning, he was literally about to drive away. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels. And that's when you're talking about, you know, like, everyone's, like, personal hell. Like, that would be... Could you imagine doing that over and over? Like, that's fucking nuts. Oh, dude. Can't Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, he... And the other thing, like, I mean, he manages to do everything... Because I can't remember really what all happens after the compressed lung ball. I mean, all I know is that there's parts where he's up inside. He's up. Does she die right after that? As soon as she spits up blood, basically she's dead. That's what they kind of say. Okay. Because he's up up in there to the elbow. Yeah. Like, and and the crazy shit, too, is like whenever he was like, he had to try to open up an airway for her throat. Like, he has fingers down her throat this entire time that he's cutting her open and sticking his other yeah. arm inside of her lung. Like, the airway, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> I, I noticed more on my on the rewatches that you forget because you get so caught up into this story, you forget that, dude, this was our survivor girl from the last story. Yeah. And she's getting it 
way fucking worse than what the other two girls got, I think. Fuck yeah. The other two Especially are cool. Like, this girl's like, dead. Her last moments of her life was got hit by a car. She's in horrendous pain, like literally being her cut open. Fall and basically falling off. <laughs> yeah, I think at one point, I think it almost does fall off yeah. the fucking part that he's on. So when she dies... He like lays like, and at some point, like with the collapsed lung, that's when the other the the surgical doctor yeah. gets on the line with him. So they've got like three people talking to him at once. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, all of a sudden, like I don't know if like their voices get real monotone or they start to laugh. They 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 ask him like some specific, some questions, and it just doesn't really fit for what's going on. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then like he's completely torn up about it. Like he's just sitting in that room. Like, he's on the phone yeah, with these people. Like, he's like, "What the fuck did I just do? Like, this is insane." Yeah, on the floor, like, and the thing that's like, he's a very—he seems like a real clean-cut dude. Just like, literally, seems like a guy who could be anyone's dad. Yeah, that's how sure. I yeah. describe this guy. Don't yeah. know if he has kids in the storyline of the movie, but he looks like someone who could be anyone's dad. Yeah, and he's got like this. That's why he seems real sympathetic, you know? Yeah, like I feel like this guy fucking went through a lot of shit and it kind of sucks like granted yeah he did hit that girl but he went above and beyond what he needed to you know, needed to do yeah because essentially by taking her to the hospital for all he knew he was admitting guilt and yeah. could have gotten charged for the manslaughtering like for his sure. whole life is ruined, whatever yeah but manned up to it known to it so he's laying on the laying there sitting on the wall like up against the wall and the key, thing is that's key i think is that obviously he's got a white t-shirt on yeah he is just Blood fucking yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And then at one point, if I remember right, like they're literally just they're talking to him, and he's starting to realize like this is kind of weird, right? This yeah. Is, well, people are to, he, I don't know. He was talk. really freaked out whenever the the surgeon started talking to him too, because he was like, "There's only two people on the line." Like he joined in at some point, but didn't know yeah. when the third guy joined in. Yeah, because all of a sudden this guy starts talking to him. He's like, "Who are he's you? Like, Who are you? Yeah." Surgical, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so they they start acting weird. You're right. They start saying they like, weird but stuff. Like, and it's, it gets pretty obvious that they are not the cops and that they are not like doctors. Not 1-1 like, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. This is totally just like some random person fucking with them. At some point, they're like, it's not your fault kind of thing. Yeah. And, and he's like, can I go? They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, you can go. And they're like, go to go reach up into that locker. And they're like, he opens up this locker, and it has the exact clothes that he's wearing, yep. but clean. Yep. So he goes to the bathroom and cleans himself off, and gets back in the car. Well, and he go, you know, he goes to the exit, right, and it's locked. He's barricaded in there. He doesn't get out. I think he gets out. Does he? he I know he's locked in there for a while. No, he gets out. He leaves. He gets in his car and he goes because his car's fucked up from hitting the girl. Yeah, and they bought a new car. Yep. Bought a new car that's the exact his exact same car and his exact his stuff. Yeah, and his exact same license plate and exact stuff in it. Yeah. So he gets into that car and he's like, kind of like, I'm assuming in his head he's like, I'm never gonna tell anyone else about this. This is so fucked up. Gets into his car and fucking goes. And honestly, spoiler alert for the rest of the movie: this is the only dude that gets away. (laughs) Yeah. This dude is the only one that gets a happy ending. Essentially, but I mean, he's got to have, he's got, he's got that memory in his mind for the rest for, of his life. Yeah, that's fucked. But so, the, and the, what, the transition to the next one is he hangs up the phone, and mm-hmm. one of the girls that's talking to him is in a payphone like right down the street. Yeah, and she hangs up, and then she walks into a bar, and that's the transition to the next story. 
Transition to the next story. Total dive bar. You know, these three chicks from the second story would have totally dug this place. I'm sure they had (laughs) PBR there. And so, like, it just, uh, I don't know, it starts out real weird where the the, the chick walks in and then the guy's like, you didn't close the door all the way. Yeah, there's like a five-minute argument about whether or not she closed the door. She's like, I closed it. And the guy's like, one of the bar patrons looks back, he's like, it's open. Yeah, I can see it's open. (laughs) So I don't know what if that means that normal people can't get in if the door's shut or what. Yeah, I don't know. But then all of a sudden, some fucking dude just comes bawling into the door with a goddamn shotgun. And he's asking for some chick. Something like that. His sister. It's his sister, yeah. And, um, which, uh, it kind of like, this part was kind of cool because you're like, okay, this is what really kind of feeds this is like, uh, place outside of time. Like a hell. This this story definitely does, yeah. Yeah, because he goes to. Uh, this guy, I don't know if it's after he shoots this guy or right when this he guy's shoots, gonna. He shoots him. that one bar patron in like the hand or the foot or something with a shotgun. Yeah, like, dude, like gets up and he like roars at him and his yeah. hand turns it's like a claw, like not like a normal person hand. So that's when you're like, okay, maybe these guys are like demons or kind of something, yeah. something like that. And um, so basically, he keeps asking for this chick's name, and I don't know. She's getting and this story, like, is it kind of as intriguing to me? It more or less kind of deepens the, uh, uh, I guess the the story of this place that they're at. Yeah, you know, it kind of the mythology. It it deepens the mythology of this place. Is I guess the best way to put it, because. This guy's old, you know, he's got a beard, and he's been looking for his sister forever. Like 10 or 20 years, something stupid. For forever, right? And so when he eventually finds her at the back of this bar, she's, like, getting a tattoo or something like that, or well, giving a tattoo. Well, the, the bartender said, like, yeah, I know who she is. I'll take you to her or whatever. That's and right. And then they get to, like, just a brick wall on the side of a building, and he has this eye tattoo on his hand. Yeah, yeah, And yep. he puts it over his eyes, and it opens up, like, this portal into this building. And mm. so that part's super fucking weird. It's obviously not real shit now. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they see her. He sees his sister in there, like, tattooing somebody or something. Right. And she is the same age yeah. she was when she he was. started looking for her. Yeah. And uh, so he, like, holds kind of, like, you know, uses a shotgun to hold these guys off hostage. And he's like, I'm taking her back with me. And so he, like, grabs her and starts taking her um to his car and the whole time she's like i don't want to go like i want to be here i don't want to go and she's like i'm not being held here i want to be here exactly yeah so i don't know if he's like he's just like you're saying that because you're fucking your mind warped like see people fucking with you like i'm taking you no matter what right so i'm kind of under the inclination that uh I don't know if he starts driving down the road and he's looping or he's aware of the looping because he just goes right off the road. Oh, yeah. He's just trying to get out of there. Yeah, and he just starts driving into the night. Yeah. Like off-road, into the middle of the desert. I don't know if maybe this – if there's just like a like a point where this ends yeah. and you can get out of it. Because yeah. I'm assuming like the dad dude I was talking about from yeah. the last story, he probably I'm – obviously I'm assuming made it out because they yeah. let him go. But – I mean, eventually, like, I don't know what the, his sister... Well, the, si- the sister is like, you can't do this. Like, don't do this. Like, you're going to regret yeah. this. Don't do it. And yeah. he just kept driving and, like, literally, you're right. Like, not even on a road. He just was driving in the fucking desert, like, high speeds, like, 70, 80 mm-hmm. miles an hour. And she's, like, super freaked out about, like, 
more than just driving fast in the middle of nowhere. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he, like, slams on the brakes, and then she kind of mentions, like, there's something out there, and he goes outside and gets, like, fucking taken away by these creatures. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's it's more of those people. They kind of ambush him, and it seems to me like they maybe beat him to death. Yeah. And so she goes back... I'm she not drives really sure. How does it transition from that to the last one? I I remember now. So what happens is she drives back into the town. Yeah. And so she gets back into the car, and she's getting ready to go back into the building that she was in. Yeah. And um, right before she goes into that building, she puts her hand over her eye again like that other guy did. Yeah. And we look over, and there's that super hot blonde chick. Yeah. <laughs> and the other girl's like – and then the girl with the hand over her face is like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the girl like gets freaked out, and so she goes back to where they are. And it's it's weird because now it seems like we're in like a rest stop restaurant area. It's all, like they're yeah, on their, it's, they're it's taking just, her to college or something like that. Yeah, like, I think they're just doing like a weekend getaway to like their fucking house, to their vacation house or some shit. Or they rented a house or something, but yeah, they were right. stopped. They were stopped at a restaurant, and that's how they like saw each other. And then right, like this outdoorsy, maybe kind of like even still like a fifties kind of feeling restaurant where you like eat outside, you order at the window, blah like blah Sonic. blah. Yeah, because like there's two normal looking dudes yeah. that walk by her as she walks by her past to her parents. So maybe there's like a place where people can go in and out of this place. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, but this story like kind of leads into like her parents, like you know, it's all hunky dory, haha, we're so happy. Yeah. And they go back to their like uh, their hotel room because they're gonna leave to go wherever they're gonna go the next day. And then so then, you know. Kind of, the, I, think kind of I think the next one is just them and like pulling up to the house right and then these guys uh with these masks just like these dude masks i mean i don't know i don't know if they're president masks or whatever they are just yeah. like guys faces um they break into the house and they start chasing around and it, you don't really have no idea what what the fuck no. but i mean so much shit's gone on to this movie so far like you don't really question it yeah you're just like you know all right, then another one bites the dust. Apparently, <laughs> these guys like start, you know, chasing around, beating the fuck, and they let the daughter go. Yeah, they they let the daughter go because they have the parents like tied up, and the girl like right. runs away, and they're like, just let her go, let her go. Yeah, and so they let her. Go. So she's out of the story for a while, um, and then then they're they have them all tied up, and he's like, you know what you did? Like this one guy, literally, he yeah. says, you know what you did, and. Then, if I'm not mistaken, before like anything else happens, they just fucking kill his wife right in front of him. Well, not right away, because what happens is, well, I mean, yes, they do, but because I he want doesn't to see the picture out. until after that. I think. I no, he starts to recognize. He, like the, he's the dad. Totally, know, the dad totally the dad, knows what's happening, but the mom. Has dad, no the dad totally knows what's going on, and she's looking no at her husband. Yeah, and she's like, "What'd you do? Yeah, you know, blah blah blah," and. Next thing you know, yeah, right away, then they uh, they stab her in the gut, like yeah. bah, 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 bah. very stranger style. Yeah, very. Oh wait, no, 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 no. They don't. They they gag her to death. 
That's what it is. Yeah, because yeah. I remember being like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, they take this uh, really long, I don't know if it's a towel, whatever the fuck. They just towel. start jamming it down her fucking throat. Yep. Just jamming it down there. She's like, oh, and he's like, no. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck did this guy do <laughs> to piss this guy off so fucking much? And then they stab the dad. Yeah. That The dad's the one that gets the, the old stranger style, like, yeah. in the gut, like, 20 times. And it's, like, really aggressive. Well, they, show, like, they show him the picture at some point, and the picture is of this little girl. Yeah, yeah. Which ties into the very beginning, uh, who, I, I mean, I, you can go for it. Go ahead. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, like Troy was saying, this story's not really over yet, but essentially what ends up happening is these are the guys from the beginning of the movie. And the truck. Truck. So that leads me to believe that um, something happened to the one guy's daughter. Like, um, maybe this guy killed her accidentally this guy, or something I, like I'm that. pretty sure the kid is dead, so... He, no, yeah, the kid's... The I'm kid's, assuming the kid's totally dead, but I'm just saying, I'm not sure if this dad's the... Con- I mean, we don't know, but I don't know if it was just he accidentally hit her with his car or yeah, what. Have, there's no context like, at all. And I kind of like that. They don't, they don't dad. Yeah, which is kind of cool because... When you first start the movie, like you're like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy like trying to chase a little girl around his house? Yeah. And so now it all ties together, and you know, yeah. you're like, okay. So hit the, got that, lost his daughter, and this is personal now. Yeah. So, but what ends up happening is uh, they kill the parents, and the girl, the daughter, sees her parents dead, and so she tries to attack these guys, and she really fucks the one dude up. She hits him yeah. upside the head with, like a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she fucks one and, of them up. Yeah, then and so weird they start, shit starts happening. She starts to run around the house, and I think it's it it ends up going full circle because the her dad who must have killed this one guy's daughter, this guy ends up killing his daughter because yeah. she runs through the kitchen door, and next thing you know, you just see her face, and she's like, Huh. And then you look down, that guy well, stabbed her right in the gut. And what I think is really cool with that shot is that whenever so the girls in the house after she hit one of them or whatever and there's two guys chasing her and the guy that ends up killing her it's like the exact same thing at the beginning at the hotel he sees his hallway and it's just like mm-hmm. him with chasing around his daughter in the hotel yeah. he's chasing around this girl and then yeah she's just running around a quarter a corner and then all of a sudden she just stops and pulls out and the knife just gets pulled out of her gut yeah and she's dead and like the guy's like freaking out he's like we let you go yeah blah 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 and so that's and then when she dies that's, that's when she shit hits yes because she, she falls on the ground yeah that's and then so the ground happens. the ground starts to shake and then one of these fucking grim reaper dudes starts literally coming out of her wound yeah. and we're talking like tentacles yeah. like fucking crazy shit and they're like oh fuck yeah and so there's three guys and we know the movie opens with just the two guys so we're like all right one of these dudes got bite it and uh so he's outside from being hit in the head and all of a sudden come popped out of the ground or like these tentacles just poop, 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 yep. wrap around him and they start pulling him down to the ground and then these fuckers are like we gotta get the fuck out of here and they start sprinting getting to their truck driving away as like the ground is literally falling beneath yep. them which yep. is like totally fucking awesome yeah it's a great shot yeah, and then so like I literally like when the movie finished, I went, r- I rewound real fast right back to the beginning. Yep. And it just 
like literally you could probably watch this movie on a loop yeah because it ends exactly as the movie begins yep. these guys are driving and i wish i could remember all the stuff that the radio is basically like the narrator between the stories yeah but he has like all this cool shit kind of you know you gotta run from blah 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 i'm cool radio guy <laughs> yeah it's not what he says very better what is that brent mazzy whatever from uh pontypool he's a yeah boy. he has a good radio voice yeah, he did. Yeah, and it kind of is very reminiscent of that. That's what it sounds like. He has that yeah. kind of gravelly, dark, uh, cool guy voice. Hey, yeah, hey, Pontypool. Pontypool's awesome. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah. The movie, like it leads like it leads right into that, and it literally, like I said, the movie ended, and I went straight back to the beginning, and it exactly the same. Like they just used the same shot, and it's yeah. just full loop. It's full circle. Yeah. I mean, it, you never... it's a really really cool way to tell a story, especially for like an anthology movie like you hardly ever see anything like even lead to another let alone be a cycle with everyone has to do it over and over and over yeah well I mean, like and that's also the thing like right so like if someone comes to you and they're like hey we're doing an anthology mm-hmm. uh you know you want to write a story for us cool oh but not only that but your story's got to lead into one of these other stories <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay because like typically like, if you watch like that just adds a little it's a little bit more effort that makes it cooler you know yeah. what i'm saying like a little bit more enjoyable for the viewer to where it could just be like in vhs one of the stories ends you're like oh that was fucked up and then they go back to the main dudes in the house yeah. here's another tape i'm gonna put this tape in yeah which and don't give me i'm not dissing vhs at all i fucking love vhs it rocks yeah. there's nothing this, wrong with that this is just yeah. different this is just a different way to tell the story and it's an extra takes a little extra step and it just it adds a lot it's it fun agreed so, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much <laughs> South. And like, you know, I'd say this is maybe our second or third non-found footage movie that yeah. we've done on the podcast so far. Not very many, but if we do it next, then we'll have two straight. Yes. And then Which, we're, we're no longer like, you know, just found footage guys. <laughs> like it's straight up. We do all kinds of horror movies like the yeah. North kind and the found footage kind <laughs> and the anthology kind. <laughs> Yeah, I like I, all these movies. I totally recommend it. Like, if you see this on the pod, maybe I should have opened with this. Maybe we should always open with this. Okay, go watch the movie first, <laughs> and then yeah. listen to the pod. Because sometimes, like I do that. Like I, I like to listen to, uh, like you know me, I'm a I'm a super huge Stephen King nerd. I listen to a Stephen King podcast where when I finish the book, I listen to the podcast yeah. where the guy kind of breaks down the book. So like. I kind of see like we're a little bit like that. Like, oh, cool! I like this movie, and like these guys, are like, hey, they like that same part that I like. That yeah. was cool. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, and then here's the other thing too. I wanted to I wanted to mention that like I like constantly, at least once a month, if not every other month, try and find this motherfucker on Blu-ray in the United States. You can't. can't. There's no region B. It's it's all Europe. That's the only way. You can and then it's weird. Is that as far as I know. Everyone is American in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that there's not a physical release. It was shot here. And it was this was a straight to VOD as well. This mm-hmm. one had no theatrical run. And to not yeah. have a to not have a physical copy really doesn't make sense to me. That's like literally top five Blu rays that I want right now that I don't have. Because it's like you can't have it, which makes me want it more. Exactly. God, am I gonna have to buy a Region B Blu-ray player? Seriously, <laughs> my skin, my I think my Skinwalker Ranch is a Region B, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. That blows. I don't think there's a real. So, one. if anyone out there who knows anyone who Southbound worked on it, yeah, yeah, get a 
Get a physical release, guys. Come on. Um, that's at least two people who want the physical copy. Because <laughs> so. I like to collect. I like to collect movies. You know, movies I like, books I like, and I don't really have a huge horror collection, but I do like to have the stuff that I like. And this movie, I really, really enjoyed, and it's a really fun rewatch movie. It really is. Yep. So, but you know. Like I said, we're going to try and get back to this a little bit more normal, and I know I've said that before, but we will uh, don't really have any reason. We've found kind of a gap in the schedule that works for both of us. Yeah. So we're both going to try and re-see it again, and I'm just going to say that that is probably going to be the next podcast we do because it's so huge, and me being a giant Stephen King nerd, like I have to, like literally, like yeah. I don't think it will let me not. And I dude. mean, like, you know, we're getting so many, like, mentions about, like, hey, do it, do it. Oh, my God, I can't believe you guys haven't done it. Yeah, episode. oh, my God, like, everyone in the world is waiting for you guys to do it. It's like, oh, my God, calm down, like, yeah. get away from my house. Hey, hey, don't even send me one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the goal right now. And, um, you know, like I said, hopefully we can start popping these out, you know, once a week, once every other week. Yeah. Try to do the best we can. So, uh, just for now, um, try and catch us uh, next week. And you can follow Troy Doworth on Twitter at that geek Troy D. You can follow me on Twitter at Chetty Sixteen. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Horror You Pod. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.